on this week's episode. We have a discussion with Jenny Chen, PAC, and we discuss her decision to pursue a doctoral PA degree. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everything PA podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Rogers, Doctor of Medical Science, PAC. We created this podcast to provide unique stories and creative uh, perspectives uh, regarding everything related to the PA profession. Please uh, subscribe to us uh, and review us uh, wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Thank you so much, and we appreciate your time and appreciate you coming to listen to us today. On today's episode, uh, we will talk to the uh, great Jenny Chen, PAC. She is a proceduralist PA at the MD Anderson Cancer Center. She'll offer some uh, unique perspective on her a rather unique job and function within that large organization, uh, some of her aspirations for what she would like to do in the future, as well as a little bit of insight on why she chose to pursue a doctoral PA degree. Uh, this is an interview with Jenny Chen. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Welcome in, everyone. Today on the show, we have the pleasure of speaking with Jenny Chen, PAC. Jenny is a PA of 10 years, currently working as a proceduralist PA. Um, at the number one rated cancer center in the world. Uh, we're here to learn a bit about her as well as her recent decision to pursue a PA doctoral degree. Um, as you guys know, PA doctoral degrees are something we've talked about a little bit on the show and in previous episodes, so be sure to go back and check those out uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Jenny, thanks so much for taking the time to be here with us, and congratulations on your acceptance into a PA doctoral program as well as taking this next big step on your PA journey. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited and looking forward to the future and what's coming ahead. Awesome. And I'm excited to be here talking to you about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we appreciate you taking the time. So um, just to kind of get started, we're going to do two segments here. So we'll, we'll start in here. I uh, just wanted to know a little bit more about you and kind of how you started your PA journey. So sort of what led you to becoming a PA and then and a little bit more about that. Yes. So I've always known I want to be in the medical field, something with medicine. And um, I think my freshman year in college at UH, I, or University of Houston, sorry, um, there's this program for a career fair or something like that. Um, UTMB, which is a PA program from UT Galveston, came to my school and just talked about the career and the options and the choices. And then one of them was a PA school, which I never heard of, never knew about it. And I grew up in Houston, down South Texas. So Okay. Uh, I think during the time over 14 years ago, 15 years ago, it's not very common, I would say, um, yeah. or at least for me, I never heard of it. So right. then they talk about PA school and I was like, the discussion was, oh, it required a bachelor degree. And after that, you get to PA school. Yeah. So that was on my mind. So I went to do more research. And so I decided to go to nursing school, actually, to get my bachelor. Because okay. I want to get experience in medicine so that I can get into PA school. Sure. So the whole entire time with my career in nursing school, I went to be a nurse. I worked in the EC for two years and then went to PA school. Okay. That was my whole goal the whole entire time. Yeah. Gotcha. So it started out, so became an RN, BSN, I should yes. say. Okay. Yes. And went right into nursing. Yes. And how many years did you do that? I'm saying, I'm sorry. Uh, two years, two years. Two years. What, what yes. kind of nursing? Uh, in the emergency room. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. so that's kind of a whole nother animal with nursing. I feel like within nursing, there's different kinds and yes. it would be one that's sort of its own 
beast. Yes, I yeah. actually I liked fast pace. Um, okay. So for me, I've always liked emergency medicine. Yeah. Um, so I got a job right after I graduated nursing school okay. in the East D, and that's what I did, and okay. loved every moment of it. Yeah. But my focus was to be a PA. Um, sure. I'm not sure why I never thought about NP school. I always got that questions during my PA interview school. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to be a PA. Yeah. Because of the flexibility and what it offered and the training. Sure. Uh, after all my research. So, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I feel like um, the, and I, this is just my opinion, but it seems like mm-hmm. the nurse practitioner route tends to be for people that are wanting to consider something more primary based or, um, psychiatry too. That's another place where I've seen lots of nurse practitioners sort of gravitate towards, and Mm -hmm. I know they have some specialty training for that. And so I feel like the people that are, I mean, it sounds like maybe you're kind of more into the hands-on stuff, the, the working as a proceduralist PA, which I'm going to ask you about here in a second, but if you're in the ED as a nurse, you're doing lots of hands-on procedure stuff, I would think. Um, and it Mm -hmm. seems to me the people that I've talked to that are more hands-on and want to be doing procedural things and kind of more into the blood and guts and that sort of thing of medicine are, are more drawn to PA because it seems that within the PA profession, we seem to fit more naturally into some of the surgical specialties and procedural specialties than perhaps NPs do. And, um, if there's any NPs out there listening, please correct me if I'm wrong, but that just seems to be from my, uh, perspective, that seems to be something that delineates whether you go PA and P cause that's a really common question. Um, and that's something yeah. we're going to be covering on future episodes. So be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, to listen to that, but, um, okay. So, um, and I think you said this briefly, but where did you attend PA school once you finished your two years of nursing and, and decided to, to jump right into PA? Yes. I went to St. Francis university. It's in Laredo, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, so I moved away for two years and yeah. came back home. Yeah. yeah. All the way from Texas out to Pennsylvania, a little bit of a different yes. culture out that yes. way. Very, okay. Yes. Okay. And then moved right back after PA school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long was your PA program? Uh, I think two straight years yeah. uh, starting in the summer. Mm-hmm. So pretty standard length. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So been working, I, I mentioned kind of briefly at the intro there, been working as a PA for now for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So yes. lots of good experience. Have you been in the same specialty, same place the whole time, or have you moved around a little bit? No, actually, my first job as a PA new graduate was uh, cardiovascular thoracic surgery. Oh, wow. And um, I actually never thought I want to do surgery um, during PA school because of standing, you know, all, many hours of long sure. standing. And I don't yeah. want to do it. Somehow I ended up doing surgery and I loved everything about it. And, I loved and, it. and CV surgery of all the, of all the surgeries yes. where you, you, if you're worried about standing, I think CV yes. might be one of the worst. So one it surgery, week, but it's going to be eight hours. Yes. But you know what? Because it's so fascinating, all the surgeries, yeah. but the time went by so fast that I didn't even think about it. Sure. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair. Okay. It's really enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So then started in CV surgery and then where did you move to next? So I did that for two and a half years and then I did a neurosurgery for six months. Oh, wow. Okay. And I stumbled upon this opportunity with being a proceduralist PA at MD Anderson, uh, actually. Okay. And uh, I went to apply there and I got a job and it was, it was a dream job, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, four days a week. Nice. Can't complain. No yeah. calls, no weekends, no oh, holidays. The, That's the start. Yeah. The so, no call. Yeah. I, I'm at a, a trauma two, soon to be trauma one center and, and orthopedic surgery. So lots of, uh, 
lots yeah. of call for me, but okay. So, okay. So dream job four days a week, no call. Yeah. So proceduralist PA, I, I'll be honest with you when I was chatting with you, getting ready to do this. And you mentioned you were a proceduralist PA. I, I said, okay, well, I have no idea what that is, but we better talk about it. So talk to me about yes. what it is being a proceduralist PA. So I do, um, central venous catheter insertions, uh, including, okay. um, some clavians, femorals and IJs with ultrasound okay. guidance, okay. uh, lumbar punctures, uh, paracentesis and uh, implanted port removals. Uh, these are all done uh, at bedside um, uh, with the uh, local sedation with local I mean, um, lidocaine and sure. in the clinic. Wow. Yes. Okay. That was my next question is, is, do they just have you post up like in a procedure room at a surgery center somewhere or you're, you're all over the hospital? It's, it's all over the hospital. It's the yeah. clinic, uh, outpatient clinic where they do pick lines and dressing changes. So we do it there. Okay. And then we also go in patients when they need a line, we go to the patient's room and do it there in the room. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so at, at MD Anderson, so big, big center. So are you kind of running yes. around all over the place all day? Yes. Getting, yes. getting all your steps in every day? Definitely. Yes. At least 10,000 <laughs> steps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's, there's an advantage of that. So do you like that? You, you said, you mentioned you like kind of fast paced stuff. So, I mean, does that fit yeah. your lifestyle? It does. Definitely. Awesome. Now that I'm married with kids, I mean, I'm, I don't have that full energy. Like I yeah. did when I was twenties, Yeah, yeah. Um, but as we move around, we go to the patient's room or they come to us, a schedule in the clinic. Yeah. So we're always moving around doing things. So it's great. Perfect. Well, I, I mean, it sounds, sounds pretty solid. You get to do a lot of yeah. procedures and that sort of, sort of stuff. You get a little hospital, a little clinic, yes. Um, yes. no call. That's the big one, man. That's like, yes. I don't even want to think about it. It'll make me start crying on video <laughs> audio here. Um, so, you know, now we do weekends and holidays, but okay. no matter what you still do only four days a week. Oh, okay. So you get yes. kind of a, a floating changing day if you're yes. taking a holiday yes. or something. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's important. That's a big, big piece when you're looking for jobs. If you're, if you're a pre-PA or, or a PA student listening here, you know, it's a big thing is your schedule is one of the few things in life that you can control professionally. And so having a, the right schedule is something to definitely look for um, and avoiding things like burnout and that kind of stuff. Yes, definitely. As you know, I mean, family life and work balance is very important these days. And yeah. um, that's something that, you know, you um, have to look for once you're done and, you know, with school after Certainly. you have a family and things like that. Yeah. 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 So we're going to take a, a, a brief break here, Jenny. Um, but on the other side, we're going to talk a little bit more about really the meat and potatoes of why I brought you on, which is the uh, pursuit of a doctoral PA. As we mentioned at the top, you were uh, recently accepted into a doctoral PA program. So we want to talk a little bit more about uh, why you chose to do that and what your plans are after. So uh, that'll be on the other yeah. side of a quick break here. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys, welcome back uh, again here with Jenny Chen, PAC, uh, talking about her journey as a PA, as well as now wanting to get into a little bit more about doctoral PA programs. So as we mentioned at the top, Jenny, you just got accepted into a doctoral PA program. Congratulations. So um, what drew you to pursuing a doctoral degree? So I work at MD Anderson, as you know, uh, it's the world's largest cancer center. Yeah. And so we have like about over 500 APPs, nice. a lot of APPs yeah. and um, more NPs than PAs. Okay. And a lot of them have the doctorate degree. A sure. lot of them goes, you know, uh, pre, um, got their BNPs and whatnot. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are in the executive management level. Okay. Um, so I feel like as PAs, you know, I want to be competitive too. Sure. Um, you know, I, 
I don't know a lot of PAs that have their doctor degree. Yeah. Very little. I think I don't know one at my hospital that completed her doctor degree as a PA. Right. And so I've been researching and looking into it and I feel like, you know what? Why not? You know, I don't know what yeah. the future is going to bring for me, but right. at least getting my doctor degree, I can have a chance of pursuing a higher um, level of achievement for myself as sure. well as my job, my career in the future. Yeah. And so that's what I'm aiming for and hopefully go, you know, obtain that goal in the future. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, it's, it's funny how similar your answer is to mine is, is to why, cause I just completed mine, um, which is what prompted doing this whole thing. So, um, yeah. you know, the, there's a couple of things and, and I'll hit on what you mentioned on there, but, um, so, I mean, first off, just a little bit of background for folks, we will be doing a, or we've already done a show on, um, doctoral programs. So please, if you haven't already listened to that, please go back and check us out wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe and review the podcast. That helps us a lot. Um, and we talk more about specifically what doctoral programs are for PAs and what they look like. Um, so assuming we've kind of, you've already covered that, or we've already covered that, you know, I think why, why do it? Um, I think you hit the nail on the head and that, you know, you look around at our colleagues, um, you know, the, the one that we're compared about uh, compared to the most is NPs. They've been well ahead of us on that and that they've been getting their doctoral uh, degrees almost from, you know, early on. Um, and so all of them are, are DNPs. Um, and so I think in order to make myself more marketable and competitive, I felt that I wanted to pursue kind of that, um, what do they call it? Terminal degree or penultimate degree, you know, the, the mm-hmm. highest level of education I can achieve within my field. Um, and so that was a big driver for me. It sounds like it was for you too. I, I had yes. sort of the same, I had the same thought of like, who knows what the future holds? Why not? Let's, let's do this. Let's get the, yeah. get it under my belt. And, and then, um, you know, if it pans out to be very advantageous for me, great. If not, then, you know, hopefully I at least learned something, but, yeah. um, and I definitely don't, you know, I don't regret doing it at all looking back. So, um, so very similar reasonings between the two of us. Um, so how did you first kind of hear about it? You said there's not very many PAs that, that have doctoral degrees and I would agree. Um, that's been my uh, finding as well. How, how did you kind of first learn about it and, and uh, gather I, understanding know, of it? My close friend who is my, also my colleague is currently doing her DMP. So one day okay. I was like, let me Google and see if there's a doctor degree for PA school. That's exactly yeah. what I typed out. Doctor degree for PA school. Yeah. So several schools pop out, pop up in the Google. So I right. went through several schools, did my research and you know, look for their curriculum and things like that and mm-hmm. found a few that I I thought was interesting. Sure. So I talked to a few students and yeah. um like, like you, I contacted yeah. you to know what yeah. school. Yep. And so I applied and I got in. So yeah, nice. that's pretty okay. much it really. Yeah. So a Google search and then an application and yes. here we are. Yes. Awesome. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so, the, you know, I did, most of them are, uh, online, um, mm-hmm. and, and most of them about a year or so in length, some of them are a little longer, but, um, just completed mine, uh, somewhat recently and, and feel very uh, happy with the end result have, uh, done some other things. Another thing that was a draw for me was the ability to, uh, better understand the research process and that sort of stuff and submitted an article for, um, uh, hopeful publication after peer review and all that. Do you have any interest in, in research or those sorts of things? Was there any draw on that side of it to you or is more the administrative side of things? I think it's more of administrative side of things. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had my, our team right now, our um, assistant VP is actually a PA. And oh, that's nice. only one of a kind. And yeah. uh, it's never happened. I've never seen it. And I was okay. surprised that she's a PA. 
So sure. that really motivates me. It gives yeah. me hope that maybe in the future, there might be a chance that myself or my other PA colleagues can right. get up there and be, you know, in the bigger table right. with the big yeah. folks, yeah. you know? Get into the so, boardroom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that's pretty cool. And that's another good point to think about too, is, you know, you you like to think that by being part of kind of the earlier groups of PAs that are getting these doctoral degrees, hopefully we're sort of pushing the the career path forward and, and hopefully inspiring some of our colleagues down the road too. Yes. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So on the administrative side of things, that kind of brings me to a natural kind of uh, uh, last piece here. Um, what, what are some of your uh, main goals once you've finished? I mean, because I know you got the program ahead of you. You haven't started yet, correct? That starts yeah. next month. So I know you kind of obviously thinking about the program itself. Um, yeah. But uh, once that's done, once that degree's on the, uh, in its frame and on your wall, what are your plans for, for afterwards? What do you hope to achieve with it? I hope that I can take whatever I learned in the program. Um, my goal is to hopefully create an actual um, a group of APPs to do what I do now at all the hospitals. Because okay. at MD Anderson, we're the only one that has a mobile, we're called the mobile procedure team, a group of us that go and do procedures like that at okay. bedside and nice. outpatient inpatient. So I hope that I can incorporate all that information and maybe create a team like that or help another hospital, another clinic do the sure. same thing because okay. it helps uh, help broaden our um, experience as well because a lot of uh, other hospitals, every procedure goes to IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but everybody goes to IR. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you have to, you know, get transportation, go down to the IR suite and then get transportation to go back to the clinic, right? To go back to the patient's room. But for sure. us, we go to the patient's room. So we save yeah. a lot of money, we save yeah. time and headaches. So I think by doing that, improving that process, that will help save the hospital money, patients' time, and things like that. And uh, it helps improve patient satisfaction. Um, So I hope I can hopefully get employed in another place or have opportunity to go somewhere else to create that process. Gotcha. So so definitely the leadership component and kind of entrepreneurial drive to sort of create something out of nothing or at least expand something you've already been working on. That's, that's really cool. And I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, tailor-made for PAs and that, you know, it's, it's flexible, it's, uh, patient-centered, it's economically uh, a good idea. I mean, that sounds like kind of what we're built for. Um, so that's awesome. I mean, that's good luck to you. I think that sounds like a pretty ambitious, but, um, pretty cool project. (laughs) Um, so what are the kind of the, the process? I mean, it might be a little early in the process to ask this, I guess, but what are sort of the processes that would go into trying to create that on a, a more, you know, multiple facility scale? I think reach out to the New York, because we have a, Houston has the largest medical center. Yeah. So there are a lot of hospitals yeah. uh, nearby. Okay. So I think maybe reaching out to the leadership there, or even sure. the IR team at the other hospitals and right. post an idea and see what they think about it and see yeah. if there's a possibility of introducing me to another person who can help create this, you know? Right. Uh, of course, a surgeon or a medical director has to be involved and has to be, you know, um, agreeable with this process to happen. Uh, so sure. if they if they do, that's how it, it can get started, you know. But sure who enough. knows? You know? Yeah, yeah. Plant, plant the seed and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, very good. I mean, I think uh, again, good luck. I mean, it sounds like a very ambitious project, but one that uh, could definitely help patients and maybe even, you know, 
ch- fundamentally change the way we deliver some of the yes. important things like procedures like that. Yes. So in it, kind of to wrap up, um, just on a, on a personal note, um, any, uh, thoughts or advice for the, the, uh, PA students currently in like a master's program or the uh, PAs currently working uh, that are considering uh, not only the PA profession, but a a PA doctoral degree, um, any thoughts or or sort of pearls or takeaways for them that you want to share? You know, I love the PA profession. We're growing um, a lot and the job is satisfying. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, you know, our PAs, we are trained in every area of medicine so that when we go out, we can work anywhere we want. Yeah. And so pursue your dreams, do what you love. If you get bored, then go to another area, yeah. uh, but don't, don't be stagnant. Um, sure. Always look for um, further opportunities to advance um, because we have to fight for our profession, competing against the NPs, as you already mentioned. Sure. Um, there's tons of NP school, tons of NPs graduating every year. For PAs, we need to get up there and get more freedom of our practice, sure. um, fight for the registration, and to do do more for our profession. Gotcha. Yeah. And then specifically with um, PAs considering a doctoral degree, what, what what kind of advice would you give them? Uh, granted, I know you're just getting ready to get started, so, <laughs> but um, what what, uh, what advice would you give them to kind of maybe get off the sidelines and jump into a doctoral program? I think for those who are thinking about going for it, do it. I was thinking yeah. for a while and I put it on the side because I was having a family and I didn't think about it anymore. But sure. then after I got back to work and I would feel like, you know what, why not? You know, uh, yeah. people are doing it. All the MPs are doing it. So why not? So I yeah. think that if, if it's a thought that you have, do it. I think it, it'll be worth it. Like you said earlier, you know, you don't know what the future brings, but who knows? It might be to your advantage where you can advance at work and maybe there are opportunities out there that it will um, provide you with great confidence that you have the skills that you have from school from the degree um that you can achieve whatever you you set your mind to um yeah cool couldn't agree more well i think that's a that's a wonderful place to end it so um as long as you don't have any other thoughts i think we'll wrap up there Uh, again we're talking with jenny chen pac and soon to be dr jenny chen when she finishes up her (laughs) doctoral program getting started here next month so good luck to you jenny thanks so much for your time and um uh, please reach out to the show if you have any other uh, things you want to add later and we'll, we'd love to have you back. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice chatting with you. Yep. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Everything PA podcast. That was an interview with Jenny Chen, PAC. Uh, I thought Jenny offered quite a bit of uh, good perspective on a rather unique position that she's in as well as some of the unique opportunities that she's going to be pursuing. Um, and also a good reminder um, about doctoral programs and, and what those have to offer. Um, so hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope it provided you some uh, unique perspective and, and a good storyline. Uh, please reach out to the show if you have anything you would like for us to cover. Uh, check out the website, everything-pa.com, as well as subscribe and uh, review us on uh, your pod- favorite podcast supplier, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, etc., Thanks again for listening to the Everything PA Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Stephen Rogers, Doctor of Medical Science, PAC. And as we like to say on the show, go get them.